Heading into 2021, most publicly traded gaming companies had released at least two full quarters of business while in quarantine. And what we're now able to see is what the whole picture actually looks like when looking back at the remainder of 2020. Today, though, the focus will be on Nintendo and their recent release of third quarter earnings that would have ended on December 31st, 2020. Spoiler alert ahead Nintendo never fails to surprise with their domination since the release of the Switch and 2020 just showed how beloved their IP is. This week on the Video Games Podcast. There's no better place to start than to talk about how the Switch has been a resurgent force for Nintendo and its return to console gaming since it was released nearly four years ago. And hard to believe that it's been almost four years, but here is the Nintendo Switch constantly in stride and always beating previous records. As of December 31st, the Nintendo Switch was the fifth best-selling system for Nintendo ever with 79.87 million units, only trailing the Game Boy Advance by a few million and likely by the end of the fourth quarter, it's going to surpass that system to become the fourth best-selling. This means that the Nintendo Switch is only trailing the Wii with a little over 100 million, the Game Boy with around 115 million, and the DS at around 154 million. It seems very likely that at the end of fiscal year 2022, which ends March 31st of next year, the Nintendo Switch will be the second best-selling Nintendo system ever, only trailing the DS family, which had four iterations and whose lifespan ranged from 2004 to 2013 when the company discontinued the system after the 3DS had established itself. Now, Nintendo has only iterated on the Switch once so far with the Switch Lite, which has been selling quite well. In the first three quarters of the fiscal year, the standard Switch has been outselling the Switch Lite at a ratio of 2 to 1, which is great considering the total sales for the Switch Lite are now slightly above 13 million, meaning that a variant of the Switch has almost sold more than the Wii U. One area that the Switch is still lacking is the attach rate, which is currently around 6.6, .6, which means that each Switch owner has purchased 6.6 .6 games approximately. Now, this attach rate is fairly on trend with a system like the DS and better than many other Nintendo consoles, but it is drastically behind the Wii, which had an attach rate of around 9. As it stands, the Switch is about half the time on the market and over half the sales of the DS, which means that maybe with a few more iterations over the years to keep the system competitive with the evolving technology, the Nintendo Switch has a good chance to become the best-selling Nintendo system of all time, and it even has the potential to become the best-selling video game system of all time if it is able to keep the momentum going and top the PS2, which by most estimates ended up selling just slightly over 155 million units. In fiscal year 2020, which ended March 31st of last year, the Nintendo Switch had sold slightly over 21 million units for the year, which was helped by the late introduction of Animal Crossing New Horizons and Quarantine. Even with logistical problems which were reported on earlier in the year along with adapting to a new normal of working from home, Nintendo has sold 24 million units so far in fiscal year 2021, which means that it has already surpassed the previous 12 months 
but that it will keep growing with two big releases on the horizon that should bode well for Switch sales. Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury will be released on February 12th and Monster Hunter Rise will be released on March 26th. Now, 3D World was one of the last great games from the undersold Wii U that hasn't been ported yet and the game received great scores when it was originally released back in 2013 and is already getting some very great early impressions from many outlets. It was the second best-selling game on the Wii U, but still only managed to sell 5.86 million copies, which was similar to the amount that New Super Mario Bros. U sold. It would be safe to project 3D World to perform similar to the port of New Super Mario that was released back in 2019, which has since sold over 10 million copies, and I can see it outperforming that game for a few reasons though, including its art style, its inclusion of a new open world style mode, and the red and blue Switch variant that will be released alongside it, as well as quarantine being still in effect. Now, this is not a hot take, but 3D World felt very underappreciated due to the fact that it was on the Wii U. On a side note, the only game that I think still needs to be ported to the Switch would be The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker HD, which was already a port, and based on our views of the 35th anniversary, there is potential that this game could actually be released this year. The other game is Monster Hunter Rise, and it is releasing in a similar window to Animal Crossing that was released last year, but it does not have the same mass market appeal. Now, that's not to say that this game won't sell well, because it will. It's just not practical to assume that it will sell 30 million copies. Monster Hunter Rise is a Switch exclusive coming on the heels of Monster Hunter World and the Iceborne expansion, both of which sold and reviewed very well. Capcom released a demo for this game in January, which was generally favorable for the game that seems to have understood just how to use the strengths of the Switch. Nintendo likely sees these two games and the two Switch variants selling very well as they have increased their forecast for Switch sales from 24 million all the way up to 26.5 million which will likely be surpassed as they've surpassed these projections in the past and it's better to underpromise and overdeliver than the other way around. On the big picture side of things, net sales for Nintendo were up over 37% at 1404 billion yen versus the same three quarters in the previous fiscal year, which makes perfect sense as one of the bright spots of 2020 was that many people rekindled their love for gaming, especially for Nintendo and their nostalgia-infused platform. Hardware sales were up around 10% compared to the same time frame, but the big indicator of the times is that digital sales were up 105% to around 256 billion yen. When looking at the micro side on the software, Animal Crossing New Horizons is now the second best-selling Switch game with 31.13 million copies, only behind the Wii U port Mario Kart 8 Deluxe with 33.41 million. Many people think that Animal Crossing will eventually become the best-selling Switch title, but in my opinion, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe just hits more on a mass appeal note when buying a new Switch. When it comes to Mario Kart 8, every single person in the house can play and play together until they release a new Mario Kart if they ever need to. Mario Kart 8, despite being ported almost 40 years ago, still feels pretty fresh. It's also constantly above Animal Crossing in the eShop, even if only by a few spots, and that is a very good temperature check of the overall situation. Other software highlights for 2020 include Ring Fit Adventure being a surprise hit, selling another 5.95 million units in the first three quarters of fiscal year 2021, 
bringing its total up to 8.68 million in just a little over a year on the market, which is very impressive for any game, let alone a premium exercise peripheral. Amazingly, Ring Fit Adventure was the fourth best-selling game on the Switch in the past three reported quarters. Where does Ring Fit Adventure go from here is something that I wonder about. Do you release something similar to Wii Sports and Wii Sports Resort, where the sequel had the Motion Plus accessory? Or does Ring Fit Adventure just exist in solitude? It's hard to release a sequel for that game. Because then do you package in a new ring to try and attract new customers? Or do you release just the game for existing users or with a new peripheral to go on addition to the ring? Super Mario 3D All-Stars also performed well despite its underwhelming effort and lukewarm reception, moving 8.32 million copies with 3D All-Stars being released at the end of September. This means that the game sold almost 10 million copies in just about three months. Would it have sold any better if they included the other Galaxy title or if they did a little more for Super Mario 64? Paper Mario sold over 3 million copies, Hyrule Warriors sold 2.84 million, Clubhouse 51 sold 2.62, Pikmin 3 sold 1.94, Xenoblade Chronicles sold 1.48, and Mario Kart Home Circuit sold 1.08 million, which is very good for a premium priced release and likely fell in line with their expectations for that title. Now with all these new additional games that have sold over 1 million copies, that now brings the total of 29 games that have sold at least a million copies on the Switch, including 20 first-party titles and 9 third-party titles. And we now also have 6 titles that have sold over 20 million copies on the Switch, which is astounding. Keeping with software, Nintendo sold 168 million units in fiscal year 20, and early on they were projecting to beat that figure with 170 million units in this fiscal year. Now in just the first three quarters, Nintendo has already topped that figure with 176 million copies sold. And with that unbelievable streak that Nintendo has been on, they now have increased their projections to 205 million copies. And with two huge releases with 3D World and Monster Hunter Rise and all the other evergreen titles that people have yet to purchase, this figure will also likely be surpassed. Obviously, Nintendo doesn't need to do much to keep their success going, although the hardcore fanbase that purchased the system in year one are feeling a little starved for new content, especially if Animal Crossing wasn't for them. Nintendo will still continue to have massive hardware and software sales with minimum 10-pole first-party releases. 2020 was basically Animal Crossing New Horizons, and just look at the sales figures that we've discussed. Moving forward, many expected Nintendo to release an updated version of the Switch to reinvigorate the fan base, something along the lines of a Switch Pro, a Switch Max, or a Super Switch. But as of right now, timing is everything, and the current consoles are selling very well. And when answering questions in a conference call after the financial release, Shintaro Furukawa, representative director and president, spoke about the way to keep momentum going. Heading into the fourth year of the Switch console, their answer on a new Switch model as well as talking about the new Red and Blue Mario version launching shortly before the Monster Hunter version, they said with this release schedule for new hardware and Nintendo Switch having just marked its highest sales in its fourth year on the market, we do not have plans to announce a new model. And this is a typical boring corporate answer that you would expect from Nintendo and as a company that typically keeps most of its information tightly sealed, 
This sounds like announcing a new and improved Switch console before the release of these two upcoming variants would hinder sales. There is still a very good chance that we see a new Switch model by the end of 2021. That's all for the Video Games Podcast this week. I hope you enjoy digging into these numbers as much as I do. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the podcast, and please consider subscribing if you haven't already. As always, please remember to be nice to your fellow gamer, and more importantly, be nice to your fellow human. Music